everyone, it's Mark here, aka Captain DeFi from the Oz DeFi Association. And in this episode number two of Getting to Know the Community, we're having a chat with Alan Booth, who is an NFT extraordinaire. It's a really cool chat. We get into the technical details of how he got involved from his background in software engineering to where he is now doing a whole lot of Web3 work. It's an amazing story and we hope that you'll enjoy it. And we're back, everyone. And today we're with a special guest, Alan, who's from our NFT part of the community at Oz DeFi Association. Alan, thanks for being here. No worries, man. Thanks very much for having me. Good stuff. Um, now, we kind of have a bit of a connection there because your brother and I, we went to school together. Um, I don't want to give away how old <laughs> necessarily, but uh, it was a little while ago. Um, and yeah, man, so it's, it's really cool to connect. Shout out to Phil. It's really good to connect uh, with you um, in the Web3 space. Who would have known that we could have done that? Yeah, definitely, man. It's kind of like a, a small world thing, right? <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. And, and Phil uh, was telling me about, you know, the story of you guys getting into a Web3 space and for him especially and how it had to do with you. So I just love that kind of story of family connection there. But why don't we dive into that for the guests that don't know you already in the writings that you've done and the work you've done in this space. What is it that brought you to Web3 and how long ago did you get started? So I first got into Web3 or like the crypto space probably around towards uh, September, mid-September last year. And um, that was basically because I had a friend that had recently gotten into NFT trading. Okay. And, um, you know, he, he was always saying like, oh, you know, like it, it's just like such a new and emerging space. And like, obviously like the financial benefit that people were making at the time from like trading and flipping NFTs, because mm. I feel like there was a huge NFT boom um, particularly around September and towards the last quarter of last year. Mm. Um, so that obviously brought in like a whole uh, like heap of people that wanted to learn more, not only about NFTs, but some people who were genuinely curious um, and saw it as an opportunity to learn more about blockchain itself. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, because I've got a software engineering background, um, like blockchain was always one of those things that like I heard about, but I never really kind of looked into it. And I thought, you know, with the whole, you know, NFT craze and stuff like that. And I, why not use it as like an entry point to kind of understand, you know, how blockchain works and, you know, understand like the, the pretty much underlying uh, technical aspects of like NFTs and like, you know, how does minting work? You know, how does, you know, transfers work and all that other, you know, fun information. So I probably got into NFTs, as I said, mid-September and mm -hmm. then the November after, since like that one month period that I had within the space, it really kind of like drew me in. And um, that's when I started learning the more technical side of things. So I picked up uh, Solidity, which is the programming language uh, used by smart contracts, um, specifically on Ethereum. And um, ever since then, man, it's just been like a, a nonstop grind. Like I've learned so much about the language. I've learned so much about blockchain, so much about like, you know, the culture of like Web3 and stuff like that. And it's been really good. Not much sleep, eh? No, definitely not. Um, especially within like, you know, any, any Aussies who are into NFTs know that most drops typically tend to happen around like 2, 3am or like just some ungodly time, like yeah. especially in Sydney as well. So there was definitely a period where my sleep was just wrecked. Like I was absolutely sleep deprived for probably like a month straight. Oh my goodness. Is, is it better now though? 
Yeah, it's definitely better now. I feel like just because, um, as I said, when this NFT boom was really going on, like yeah. literally everything and anything was selling out mm-hmm. and you could sell like anything for like a nice little profit. So wow. I feel like that was, yeah, that was, that was a pretty crazy time. Okay. Now that's, that's pretty interesting, man. So I guess it kind of gets into that next question that we'll have for guests, which is um, whether you classify yourself as more of an investor or a builder or a researcher, or are you a bit of a Renaissance guy and you're kind of doing it all? <laughs> um, I would like to classify myself as pretty much, you know, I dip my toes into all three areas that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So regarding like investing, you know, when I first got into the space, it was kind of like, I had no idea what I was doing. It was just like, you know, if my friends would link me an NFT project to Mint or like they thought one that was good, I'd go for it. Mm. But from an NFT kind of standpoint, as I was in the space longer and longer, my strategy kind of changed. So it's uh, like nowadays I'm only really investing in established projects that have proven track record. Um, so that's that from the investing kind of view. And obviously, as I mentioned before, like, you know, I picked up Solidity. Um, so I've been doing a lot of, uh, you know, uh, a lot of building myself. So uh, I've been doing a lot of freelance uh, smart contract work, helping founders, you know, kind of build out their vision. Uh, and that's just through typically NFT minting smart contracts, DeFi uh, sort of stuff like ERC-20s. Also written a few staking contracts as well. Um, oh, but it's been, it's been really good uh, from that point of view. And in terms of like research, like yeah. I think research is probably one of the main areas that I've kind of invested my time into. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, I've been doing a lot of uh, reading up on audit reports. Um, okay. I've gotten in touch with a few uh, big, you know, white hats that currently work for pretty well-named, um, you know, crypto firms and, you know, just learning as much as I can from them. Spent like went down the rabbit hole of like gas optimization, smart contract security, best design principles and stuff like that. So that's probably where most of my time is going at the moment. So to answer your question, yeah. I would say I, I'm involved in all three aspects. Love it. Love it. Um, you know, kind of forcing myself to dabble in all three as well, but maybe not at the level that you've gone into. Uh, and it kind of leads into this next question. So there's many in the space that they are just kind of dabbling in it. They're, they may be doing a little bit in investing, um, they may be doing a little bit of work, but they've still got the day job. So it's kind of like a side hustle. But for you, it seems like you've gone deep into it. Can you tell people about what kind of work you are doing in this space? Because you are actually working on stuff, which is really fascinating. Yeah, no. So as I mentioned, like November is when I picked up Solidity and I didn't really get the confidence to start, um, you know, writing production level code probably until maybe December. So it was a two month, uh, you know, block where it was just, every day nonstop, just reading as much resources as I can about the language. And um, I got the opportunity to do my first piece of uh, freelance work um, for a guy who wanted an NFT token done, but the actual NFT kind of acted as like an authentication token for his software. Okay. So, you know, he'd have like some software and then like, if you had the NFT, to- uh, the, the token in your wallet, um, you could actually gain access to the software, uh, which was pretty cool. And funnily enough, that was the first project I ever wrote. Um, it probably took me around like a week and a half to write it, fully flush everything out, like do all the testing and stuff for it. And I actually made, to, made it to the front page of OpenSea, which is, you know, pretty cool oh, and wow. very humbling. That's, um, that's pretty cool, man. That, that is very, yeah, very yes. cool, actually. Yeah, so that was one aspect of work. I mean, ever since then, mm-hmm. I've probably helped over a dozen clients, uh, you know, kind of build out their smart contracts, which is really cool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been very fortunate uh, to get, 
uh, freelance work regarding smart contract auditing. So I've had a few okay. projects, you know, um, approach me, ask for an audit and that whole process, because like, you know, I really enjoy the security side of things mm. has been really fun as well. Um, just being able to comb over like the, the business logic, make sure it's working as intended. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's probably been the fun stuff. Um, in terms of yeah. investing I've been doing in the space. So I'm pretty well invested into, you know, a couple big name projects like Mutant Ape Yacht Club, Azuki, Pixel Vault. Um, nice. mainly, mainly just, mainly just projects that, you know, kind of have built up a reputation for themselves. Um, as I mentioned before, like when I first got into the space, it was kind of just, you know, buying anything and, mm. you know, just hoping for the best. But I feel like as you kind of, you know, gain more of that foundational knowledge, you kind of have a general idea of like, you know, what project has a good prospect in the long term, um, you know, rather than ones that are purely built off hype. Because uh, like how many projects do you see that have like, you know, 50, 60,000 followers on Twitter before they even launch? And you yeah. can just tell like, when you're in the when you're in the discord and the only thing that the community is talking about is the floor price or uh, no one's really interested in like you know what what, what kind of uh what kind of you know future the project has then it's always a red flag but yeah mate that's that's pretty cool i mean going from uh not you know knowing too much and kind of taking a guess at things at the very start to being more mature and i'm sure there's much more to go for all of us in this space whether we're building or investing I agree. really cool I, I think for others you know to see here how that journey's played out for you because it's, it's certainly possible you know like yeah a lot of people get daunted by the space but you're proof positive that this kind of stuff is possible so that's that's really cool um the yeah thing i, I was going to get into was um kind of now that you know given your background in software engineering and just the things that you've been able to do so quickly uh, in this space. And it's all been kind of helped by, like, if we think about it, you know, crypto is like these building blocks, right? And for us to get into this space, we didn't come from nowhere. We've all come from our different pathways as a creator, an artist, this or that. Um, so we've had these building blocks. But given what you've seen in this short period of time, if there was something that you you could think about improving in this space, what is it and, and how would you do it, do you think? That's a great question. I think for me, there is quite a lot that can be improved. Um, me personally, I think the UI UX um, currently, uh, that exists at the moment for anything blockchain related, like isn't that great? Yeah. Um, you know, I feel there's, there's still a, a very long way to go in terms of, you know, what can be improved and what can be done to kind of optimize the user experience. Uh, like recently, um, you know, the Board Ape Yacht Club did like a merch release, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they were using Shopify, but they were using a, I think it was CoinSpot uh, payment processor um, because all the merch had to be purchased with their own uh, ERC-20, which was ApeCoin. Mm -hmm. And um, even just going through that checkout process, um, you could just tell that it was very clunky. Like there were a ton of people in the Discord, you know, sending through payments that weren't getting registered. Um, because realistically, once the, the payment, uh, you know, address that you had to pay to got generated if you didn't pay within 15 minutes your payment gets invalidated so a lot of people um you know were sending through their payments like early but the payments were, weren't processing for like 20 30 minutes oh and that resulted God. in a lot of people getting their um you know orders not marked as like fully paid yeah so i think in terms of like the e-commerce side of things there is still a very very long way we have to go um in terms of you know user experience 
Because realistically, somebody if somebody wants to buy something, they're not going to sit there and then wait at a screen for 15 minutes for their payment to get marked as, you know, yeah. for their order to get marked as processed. So I think that the UI UX is definitely something that needs to improve on. Um, I feel like the amount of scams in the space, oh, um, realistically, yeah, yeah, yeah. people, yeah, people are getting scammed like left, right and center every single day. People are losing like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I mean, like, yeah, one take is that, you know, obviously with decentralization comes, you know, responsibility for your own money. But realistically, how are we supposed to face, you know, mass adoption if the chances of people getting scammed, especially those people that, you know, aren't really well versed in the area of crypto that don't know what they're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like there are going to be people that come in, get scammed for like, you know, their life savings within the space of like, you know, a month or something. Yeah. And what, what do you tell them? Like, that's it. You know, we can't do anything Sorry. to get it back. Yeah, exactly. It's so not good enough. I, I think, I think those are probably the two main barriers um, that I see uh, between, you know, mass adoption and crypto in its current state. But yeah, the, those are the two main things that come to mind. Mate, that's awesome. And um, yeah, that, they would definitely be things high on our radar for things to improve. And, you know, we ask this because we, we know that this space is not where it needs to be yet for that matter. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're I all think, working towards that, right? So, Yeah, I think, I think touching on those last points as well, mm. those are going to be the multi-million, multi-billion dollar, um, you know, problems to solve. Like if you can solve... Yeah. Like if you can find a way to guarantee that people that are getting scammed can get their, you know, assets back. And if you can be the first company to optimize the e-commerce, um, you know, UI UX for crypto payments, I think those are going to be very successful people. Well, I'm sure we'll have people in the audience uh, thinking of ways <laughs> that, uh, so, you know, reach out to us if you do folks. Um, speaking of the, you know, where, where things are heading, Crystal ball time. So you spoke about the stuff that you want to improve, but where do you realistically kind of see things um, in the next 12 months? So given it's uh, early April right now, 2022, early April in 2023, um, what are some of the things that you, you kind of see from this space? Either you can focus on locally or globally, be general, or you can talk about something specific for yourself. Um, this is just an open question about something that you see when you look into your crystal ball for the next 12 months? I think that I do see more wider adoption. Don't get me wrong. I see mm. more wider adoption, but I don't see mass adoption. Mm -hmm. I think we'll see a lot more retail names jump into the space, especially, you know, with all the NFT hype that's been going around recently. Yeah. Um, so I do think there'll be an increase of users. I don't see it changing too rapidly from what it is now. I still think we have many, many years to go until we see, you know, great wide adoption or mass adoption, sorry. Um, and that's what I think in terms of like, you know, the general public and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in terms of the NFT space, I think there's going to be a big shift in what people look for in NFTs. Okay. Uh, one thing that I commonly say is that I think that the best use case for NFTs hasn't even been thought of yet. Like nobody knows what the best use case is because realistically you look at what's currently on the market now and it's all kind of like solutions to the same problem. You mm. know what I mean? Um, like we're giving NFT, uh, NFT project creators, like they have to build out their own utility. So within the short, you know, six months or so that NFTs have really started going off. I think that we're yet to see some crazy utility that hasn't even been thought of yet. So I think that's my take on uh, the NFT specific use case. Uh, and myself, uh, I guess, you know, 12 months from now, I'd obviously like to be running my own uh, consulting firm. 
So, you know, just helping project creators and, uh, you know, idea, ideas, people just build out their, their visions and stuff like that. You know, obviously doing uh, additional services like smart contract auditing, you know, at a larger scale than what I am now. Um, but yeah. Mate, that's, that's fantastic. I hope we hit the mark on all three of those. And whilst, you know, a lot of people might be maxis and want to get into the mass adoption, I don't want it to come before the industry is ready. There's a lot of stuff we need Definitely. to fix. Critiques are great. We're not just, you know, we're, it's not just those outside that are giving the FUD, but, you know, we're internal. We're, we're looking at our own kind of fear, uncertainty and doubt and critiques and ways to fix it. So um, I think it will happen uh, in time, but I do hope out of all of that, that, you know, for yourself, that you hit those goals first and foremost. Um, and speaking Thank of you. the whole reason why we're here is all about the community. And we like to ask our guests this last question before they go, but what to Alan, what, what does community mean to you? I think to me, community kind of means just like, you know, a group of like-minded people gathering together um, in order to achieve a greater goal. So within like the crypto space, well, if we look at like Oz DeFi Association, um, you can tell that the whole vibe in there is to just have a, a bunch of people that, you know, are, are generally interested in crypto that want to start learning more and more about it. And then you have all these supportive community members, some more experienced than others that are always willing to kind of chip in and, uh, you know, help people get to the next level of understanding. So I think in terms of that, I, I think community is probably one of the strongest things that you can have within this space. Um, it's very, if you want to enter this space and do it by yourself, it's going to be very, very challenging. Like, I can't tell you like how many times, like I was stuck on a specific development problem relating to like, you know, smart contract code. Mm. And if I didn't have like, you know, a, a mentor to reach out to and kind of ask them, Hey, like, you know, how do you go about solving this problem? Um, I would be stuck in those positions for a lot longer, a much longer period of time. So I think, I think community within this space is, is very important. And, uh, and yeah. Mate, that's, that's fantastic. That's such a good answer. Um, thanks for throwing us in there. Uh, you know, there's, there's a <laughs> no whole worries. wide range of communities out there and we just love the small but mighty one that um, we've been cultivating over this time. And we're so lucky to have you in here. We'll have to throw down in the show notes as well some of the links to your articles and writings and things that you've been up to in this space. But um, yeah, people want to reach out and uh, connect with you. What you know, what channels and apart from being in, you know, the discord as well, but are you more active on Twitter? Like where do people kind of see you? I'm definitely, um, a lot more active on Twitter. Um, so if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can, my handle is it's Cuzzo, but like, so that's I it's capital L because I couldn't get the capital I, oh. I couldn't get the original <laughs> handle. Yeah. So it's, 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 um, lowercase L T S and then C U double Z O. Mm -hmm. um, if you're interested in, you know, maybe a more technical understanding, or if you're a developer yourself, you can also check out my medium articles. Um, that's is Cuzzo, same way as before, but it's actually a, a capital I this time. Mm -hmm. Um, so nice to snag the OG, but, uh, yeah, like I post a lot of my articles, uh, mainly related to, you know, NFT minting, um, specifically areas of research that I'm touching on. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I post all sorts of content over on my medium. So if you're interested in, you know, getting more technical, feel free to check me out there as well. Yep. We'll, we'll put it down in the show notes for sure, man. And <laughs> look, thank you so much for your time. We've got plenty more of these interviews and getting to know the community to do, but for now, Alan, um, it was a pleasure. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Yes. Thanks for having me.
There you go, folks. So how cool was that? It does not take long to get started in this space. And the cool thing is, is that you can bring whatever other skills that you've got in your background. So you might be a builder or you might be a creative or you might have something else that you're bringing from the pre-Web3 space. You know, in Web2, you could have been really good at marketing, but it is possible, certainly possible to find your niche uh, and get into this space. Niche, niche, however you want to pronounce it. But if you want to check out more about Alan's story, please do check out the show notes below. And as we always say, please like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you for the next episode.